I see also, you know, um, you know, um, uh, given my dad opportunity to do good. And all he needs to do here is just to receive God's goodness. That's all. It says for all of us Christians, all what God wants for us to do is receive God's goodness and, and acknowledge him, acknowledge the Lord as the giver of all good things. And here, um, all of us as believers should concentrate on the creator, not the creature. You should, we should um, look at the, you know, the giver and not the giver. Because that is the tendency of Christians. We look so much and focus our attention on the gift and we lose our sight on the giver of the gift. And that's what really is um, becoming, you know, distasteful to the Lord. When Christians are blessed, they are now focused on the blessing, not on the giver of the blessing. So here we can consider this um, study here in verse number 7, the description of God's gladness in the life of David is found in verse number 7. It says, Thou hast put gladness in my heart, more than in the time that the corn and the wine increase. So, the gladness of the heart of David was not really based on the prosperity. The gladness is not based on the trouble-free living. The gladness that David had was not based on the universal friendships that we had. In verse number 2, look at this, verse number 2. It says, O ye sons of men, how long will you turn my glory to shame? How long will you love vanity and seek pleasing? And in verse number, um, verse number, verse number 5, or verse number, um, verse number 1, Hear me when I call, O God of my righteousness, thou hast enlarged me when I was in distress. Have mercy upon me and hear my prayer. So here, the gladness that um, David had is basically, you know, uh, brought about by prayer. In verse number three, verse number three, this is the reason why he has gladness. He said, but know that the Lord has set me apart that is godly for himself, or that sit apart him that is godly for himself. The Lord will hear when I call unto him. So this is the basis of his gladness. I hope that uh, you know when we understand this, uh, where should we put, where should we base our joy? Where should we base our gladness? It, it should it should be in um, in our closeness to the Lord. It should be about the favor of God in our lives. In verse number 4, David here had gladness brought about by obedience. In verse number 4, he said, Study now and sin not. Commune with your own heart upon your bed and be still. So here, when we talk about obedience, I, I look up, I look up, um, you know, the blessings of obedience and also the, the curse of disobedience. And it was really a, a beautiful reading there from Deuteronomy. I'll go there in Deuteronomy. It's a, it's a big reading here, but um, I noticed that 
the blessing that God promised to those people who obey, who obey Him. Uh, he spoke about blessings from verse number 1 to verse number 14. But He began, you know, contrasting it from verse number 15 all the way to verse number 68 or 66. Or 68 even. To the last verse of this chapter. Notice how, how the warning of God for disobedience. God is very keen and very, very, um, um, you know, uh, particular on disobedience. He doesn't want us to go um, and, and disobey Him from His word, from His um, presence. In, in verse number one, I will read this. Look at the blessing of um, Psalm chapter, I mean, Deuteronomy chapter 28. It says here, and it shall come to pass, if thou shalt hearken diligently unto the voice of the Lord your God, or thy God, to observe and to do all his commandments which I command thee this day, that the Lord thy God will sit thee on high above all nations of the earth. And all these blessings shall come on thee, and overtake thee, if thou shalt hearken unto the voice of the Lord thy God. Blessed shalt thou, shalt thou be in the city, and blessed shalt thou be in the field. Blessed shall be the fruit of thy body, and the fruit of thy ground, and the fruit of thy cattle, the increase of thy, of thy kind, and the flocks of thy sheep. Blessed shall thou be, shall, shall be thy basket, and thy store. Blessed shall thou be when thou comest in, and blessed shall thou be when thou goest out. The Lord shall cause thy enemies that rise up against thee to be smitten before thy face. They shall come up, uh, they shall come out against thee one way and flee before thee seven ways. The Lord shall command the blessing upon thee in thy storehouses and in all that thou sittest thine hand unto, and he shall bless thee in the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee. The Lord shall establish thee in holy um, and holy people unto himself, as he hath sworn unto thee. If thou shalt keep the commandments to the Lord thy God, and walk in his ways, And all people of the earth shall see that thou art called by the name of the Lord, and they shall be, they shall be afraid of thee. And the Lord shall make thee plenteous in goods, in the fruit of thy body, and in the fruit of thy cattle, and in the fruit of thy ground, in the land which the Lord swear unto thy fathers to give thee. The Lord shall open unto thee his good treasure, the heaven to give the rain unto thy land in its season, and to bless all the work of thine hand, and thou shalt lend unto many nations, and thou shalt not borrow. And the Lord shall make thee the head, and not the tail. And thou shalt be above only, and thou shalt not be beneath. If that thou hearken unto the commandments of the Lord thy God, which I command thee this day, to observe and to do them, and thou shalt not go aside from any words which I command thee this day, to the right hand or to the left, to go after other gods to serve them. Now, that's the blessing from verses 1 to verse number 14. And the Lord contrasted it for disobedience in verse number um, 15, all the way to verse number 68. The large portion there is a warning for all those who disobey. 
And that is why really God is into blessing. And he wants all of us to, to look at it and he, he makes sure that, you know, when you fall into sin, you are really hard-headed. You are really hard-headed when you fall into sin because God puts more on warning to avoid sin, to avoid uh, disobedience from the voice of the Lord. Now, he contrasted that in verse number 15. Verse number 15, it says, But it shall come to pass, if thou wilt not hearken unto the voice of the Lord thy God, to observe to do all his commandments and his statutes, which I commanded this day, that all these curses shall come upon thee, and overtake thee. Cursed shalt thou be in the city, and cursed shalt thou be in the field. Cursed shall be thy basket and thy storage. Cursed shall be the fruit of thy body, and the fruit of thy land, the increase of thy kind, and the flocks of thy sheep. Cursed shalt thou be when thou comest in, and cursed shalt thou be when thou goest out. The Lord shall send upon thee cursing, vexation, and rebuke in all that thou sittest thy hand unto for to do, until thou be destroyed, and until thou perish quickly, because of the wickedness of thy doing, whereby thou hast forsaken me. The Lord shall make the pestilence cleave unto thee, until he have consumed thee from off the land, whither thou goest to possess it. The Lord shall smite thee with a, um, with a consumption, and with a fever, and with an inflammation, and with an extreme burning, and with a sword, and with a blasting, and with a mildew, and, and they shall pursue thee after thou perish. And thy heaven that is over thy head shall be brass, and the earth that is under thee shall be iron. The Lord shall make the rain of the land powder, and thus from heaven shall it come down upon thee, until thou be destroyed. The Lord shall cause thee to be smitten before thine enemies. Thou shalt go out one way against them, and flee seven ways before them, and shalt be removed into all the kingdoms of the earth. And thy carcass shall be meat unto the fowls, unto all fowls of the air, and unto the beasts of the field, or the earth. And no man shall fray them away. The Lord shall smite thee with the watch of Egypt, and with the emeralds, and with the scab, and with the itch, whereof thou canst be, not be healed. The Lord shall smite thee with madness, and blindness, and astonishment of heart, and thou shalt grope at noonday, as a blind gropeth in darkness, and thou shalt not prosper in thy ways. And thou shalt be only oppressed and spoiled evermore, and no man shall save thee. That thou that uh, thou shalt be drawn a wife, and another man shall lie with her. Thou shalt build a house, and thou shalt not dwell therein. Thou shalt plant a vineyard, and thou shalt not gather the grapes thereof. Thine ox shall be slain before thine eyes, and thou shalt not eat thereof. Then then ask shall be violently taken from uh, before thy face, and shall not be restored to thee. Thy sheep shall be given unto thine enemies, and thou shalt have none to rescue them. Thy sons and thy daughters shall be given unto another people, and thine eyes shall look and fail with longing for them all the day long. 
for there shall be no might in thine hand. The fruit of thy land and all thy labors shall all uh, shall a nation which thou knowest not enough. Thou shalt be only oppressed and crushed only, so that thou shalt be mad for the for the sight of thine eyes which thou shalt see. The Lord shall smite thee in the knee, in the knees, and in the legs with a sore bush that cannot be healed, uh, from the sole of thy foot unto the top of thy head. The Lord shall bring thee, and thy king which thou shalt set over thee, unto a nation which ne uh, neither thou nor thy fathers have known, and there shalt thou serve other gods, wood and stone. And thou shalt become an astonishment, a proverb, and a byword among all nations, whither the Lord shall lead thee. Thou shalt carry my seed out in the field, and shalt gather but little in. For the locusts shall consume it. Thou shalt plant vineyards and dress them, but shalt neither drink of the wine, nor gather the grapes, for the worm shall eat them. Thou shalt have olive trees throughout all thy coast, but thou shalt not anoint thyself with the oil, for thine olive shall cast his fruit. Thou shalt beget sons and daughters, but thou shalt not enjoy them, for they shall go into captivity. All thy trees, the fruit of thy land, shall the locusts consume. The stranger that is within thee shall get up above thee very high. Thou shalt come down very low. He shall lend to thee, and thou shalt not lend to him. He shall be the head, and thou shalt be the tail. Moreover, all these curses shall come upon thee, and shall pursue, pursue thee, and overtake thee, till thou be destroyed, because thou hearkenest uh, not the voice of the Lord thy God, to keep his commandments and his statutes, which he commanded thee. And they shall be upon thee for a sign, and for a wonder, and upon thy seed forever, because thou servest not the Lord thy God with joyfulness. And this is the prophet. Because God will find us not joyful in the service. And not with gladness of heart. For the abundance of all things. And the result of not being joyful in the service of the Lord. Verse number 48. Therefore shalt thou serve thine enemies. Which the Lord shall send against thee. In hunger and in thirst and in nakedness and in want of all things. And he shall put a yoke of iron upon thy neck until he have destroyed thee. You know, I read along this, I'm just halfway of the first day, but again I see that the Lord is warning his people not to disobey him. Follow his word. Do not go astray. Follow because there is joy in the end. There is gladness. There is joy, there is peace in the end. So here, but this gladness that, that um, David had is brought by his obedience to the Lord. He obeyed God from the heart. And therefore he has joy in his gladness. And also in verse number 5 of our text, if you go back to Psalm chapter 4, go back to Psalm chapter 4, you will find that, or verse number 5, the gladness of David is brought about by his sacrifice. 
He said, offer the sacrifices of righteousness and put your trust in the Lord. Honor the Lord with thy substance and the first fruits of all thy increase. Honor the Lord. Honor the Lord with your with your time. Honor the Lord with your you know treasure. Honor the Lord with your talent. Do not use that in other in other um, uh, way and serve other gods. Serve God with your with your with a God given you know blessing in your life. Do not serve other gods because that is again not acceptable to the Lord. In verse number five, also David had this gladness brought about by his trust in the Lord. That is what what he said between verse number five and put your trust in the Lord. Allow the Lord um, to navigate your life. Just trust Him. Wherever God leads you, just follow Him. And in verse number 6, you, you will find that the gladness of David is brought about by patience. There be many that say, who will show us any good? Lord, let thou up the light of thy confidence upon us. You see, wait upon the Lord. You are not blessed with time. You have no material blessing. Just wait upon God. It will come on you. Oh, I've been serving the Lord for a long time. And I'm still like this. I think I need to go somewhere. I think uh, 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 the pasture is greener on the other side. I think I will I will go to America. <laughs> I think, I, no one will say, I think I will go to Philippines so that I will prosper. Why, why no one will say that? <laughs> People will think of America, Canada, New Zealand, and Australia. <laughs> but the Lord said, just wait. Patience. That's what David had. Patience in the Lord. Just wait upon God. You know, I remember when I was uh, when I was single yet, you know, before um, uh, me and my my you know my mates in the church. We're all the same around uh, marrying age. We're all marrying age. And we went to, do, to those camps because there were, were all those, you know, uh, uh, friends of ours from other churches. And uh, I just remember Brother Ronnie. I don't know if you remember this. Uh, I think you didn't remember Brother Ronnie. And, uh, and just, just nothing, just nothing. <laughs> said to this he, he saw a very beautiful lady a beautiful young girl and then he went to that and said you know let's go and you know let's, let's share the gospel with her because it's, it's a shame you, uh, she will go to hell and she's very beautiful <laughs> you know uh I mean, just a lot of naughty, naughty people there, but, but again, it's, it's patience. Until now, I think he's not married yet. <laughs> it's just around, around my age. I don't know why, but um, it, it seems like you could not wait. Just wait properly. Wait upon the Lord. The Lord will just, you know, um, um, Bring the blessing upon your um, when you just when you just work for him and uh, obey him faithfully. We need to have patience. David had this patience in his life. 
I waited patiently. I think it's in Psalm chapter 40. He said, I waited patiently upon the Lord. Let's take a look at that. Verse 40, uh, chapter 40, verse 1. He said, verse number 1, I waited patiently for the Lord, and He inclined unto me and heard my cry. That is David's heart. He has not visited the Lord because he has the patience. Oh, people said, patience is a virgin. Sin the bound in women, but never in a man. <laughs> patience, my friend, patience. David has the gladness in his life, and that gladness is brought about by patience. And here, the results of knowing God's gladness, the result of that is that David became enlarged. Verse number one. Chapter four of Psalm. Verse number one. Hear me when I call, O God of my righteousness. Thou hast enlarged me. Thou hast enlarged me. Now look at this. What, what's, what does it mean, enlarge? Actually, it means relieve. He was relieved of his problem. He was relieved of his um, uh, turmoil. He was relieved. <laughs> He became enlarged in the time of trouble. And he became a godly man. That gladness that he found in the Lord made him a godly man. In verse number 3, what is that? But know that the Lord has set apart him that is godly for himself. So David understood that. And he became a godly man. In verse number 3 also, he became a consecrated man. Consecrated, that means he is, he is separated for the Lord. Notice that again. But know that the Lord has set apart him that is godly for himself. Now, set apart, that means he is um, consecrated or, or supposed to be um, all of us Christians. We are not supposed to partake the pleasures of sin in this world. We are not supposed to be enjoying the things that the world enjoys. Yep. We are not supposed to be following Hollywood. Yep. Amen. We are not supposed to be, uh, you know, uh, 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 patronizing all those ungodly music. Yep. Why? Because we are consecrated. What is what is word? What is the word consecrated? Um, consecrated means we are separated for God only. For God's use only. That is consecrated. And we are that consecrated people. Yep. We are separated by God. So therefore we are not supposed to partake the pleasures of sin in this world. Because we are God's people. That's not that clean thing. And I will receive you. And I will be a father unto you, saith the Lord Almighty. Separate yourself. We are consecrated. David, after knowing God's gladness in his life, he became consecrated. And he became a man of faith. Verse number 5. This is, this is him. Over the sacrifices of righteousness and put your trust in the Lord. <coughs> And he became a man favored of God. In verse number 6, notice that. This is what he became. There be many that say, Who will show us any good? 
Lord, lift thou up the light of thy countenance upon us. And he became favorable of the Lord. Again, um, I cannot finish this because um, uh, we run out of time. But um, this is the, the lesson that uh, we are going to focus. And we will not leave this chapter until we will, we will glean whatever um, lessons and, and teaching and learnings that we can find to help us understand the goodness of God. The gladness of God is right here, just right here in, in chapter 4. And next week, Lord willing, we will continue with the results of knowing God's gladness. And we will see also the testimony of the man experiencing God's gladness. So, we will not leave this chapter until um, we, will, we will saturate and we will extract whatever learnings that we can find. Alright? So, let's, um, let's bow our heads in prayer. Our Father in heaven, thank you Lord for the lessons that we have learned about the gladness of God. Lord, that is what we need. And that is what... Um, Lord, uh, uh, our church needs. Lord, I pray that um, your people will find that gladness. And will understand that we are a consecrated people. We are separated for your glory and for your honor. Allow, Lord, that our lips will only speak those words that are approved in your sight. Allow that our eyes will only behold those things that are right. Those things that are harmless. Let not our eyes set um, the wicked things. Do not allow us, Lord, to look up, look those things that are not um, right in your sight. And allow our feet to trim all places that also, Lord, um, being led by the Holy Spirit of God. And help, Lord, your people. Help all of us to consecrate ourselves, to separate ourselves from the thrills of this world. And rather, Lord, allow ourselves to be saturated with your word and help all of us to understand that we are clean vessels ready for the master's use. And that, Lord, you cannot use us if you mess up our lives. Bless all of us, Lord, and thank you for uh, the testimony of David. And I pray, O oh God, that we will learn more about the gladness of God in his life. Because that same gladness that we have will be the same gladness that we can have in our lives. Bless your people once again. Amen. Amen. Just take a break. And, uh,